Welcome to Books and Sound. I'm your host, Don Beavers, and this episode contains a digitally remastered theatrical presentation of one of the great works of literature. Please remember to subscribe so that you can enjoy new episodes as they are released. This podcast is provided free and offered without commercial interruption. If you enjoy the episode, please leave us a positive review so that we can grow the podcast. Enjoy. This is the NBC University Theater, bringing you a seasonal play in the holiday spirit, a story beloved by the young and heart of every generation. We present the Lewis Carroll classic, Alice in Wonderland, starring Dinah Shore as Alice. Once upon a time in England, while Victoria was queen, there lived a dignified gentleman named the Reverend Charles Dodgson, M.A., who taught mathematics at Oxford and wrote books with titles like The Condensation of Determinants. The Reverend Dodgson had another name, which probably almost everybody has heard at least once. And this is how the respectable Oxford clergyman came to lead a double life. In the year 1862, near to the university, there lived three little girls, daughters of the Dean of Christ Church. And in the summer, the good Reverend Dodgson used to take these little girls on picnics along the Thames River. After the hard-boiled eggs were all eaten and the lemonade was all gone, the girls would leave off picking flowers and chasing butterflies and gather round their host. And the middle one, whose name was Alice, would say firmly, Tell us a story. This is the wonderful tale that the Oxford Don told his little friends. He published it afterwards and called it Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, and signed it, Lewis Carroll. It started this way. Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and of having nothing to do. I'm reading. Oh, all right. Are you reading one of Father's books? Hmm? Because they don't have any pictures or conversations in them. I don't see how you can... Alice, dear, why don't you make a daisy, Jane? There are lots of beauties on the bank. It's too hot and stupid this afternoon. (sighs) Tell me a story, Emily. Later. But there's nothing to do now. And it's such a sleepy afternoon. Everything's sleeping. The river's sleepy. The birds are sleepy. And the grass is sleepy. And the clouds are sleeping. Well, fancy... A white rabbit with pink eyes. Well, anyhow, he seems to be in a hurry. 
Oh, the poor dear can't get his watch out of his waistcoat pocket. Oh, dear, oh, dear, I shall be too late. The Duchess will be furious. I shall be so late. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What a funny little rabbit. And such a beautiful purple waistcoat. Waistcoat? That's odd. I've never seen a rabbit with one before. I shall be so horribly wait. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, there he goes down a rabbit hole. Wait for me, rabbit. It seems big enough to go down. I think I'll lean over and see. Oh! Oh! Whoops! I wonder where I'm falling to. It must be a dreadful distance down. After this, I shall think nothing of falling downstairs. How brave they'll think me at home. I wonder if I shall fall right through the earth. How funny it'll seem to come out among the people that walk with their heads downwards. I had it in geography, the antipathies, I think. No, that doesn't sound right. But I shall have to ask them the name of the country. Please, ma'am, is this New Zealand? <laughs> Fancy asking that. What a dreadful long time I've been falling. Dino will miss me tonight. She's such an intelligent cat. I hope they remember her milk. Dinah, dear, I wish you were here with me. There aren't any mice in the air, but then you might catch a bat, and that's very like a mouse. But do cats eat bats, I wonder? <sighs> do cats eat bats? Do cats eat bats? The bats eat cats. The bats eat cats. The cats eat bats. Ooh! Well, I'm down, and I seem to be in one piece, and there goes the white rabbit. My ears and whiskers, how weight it's getting. The Duchess will be furious. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, he's gone. I don't know how he did it. There doesn't seem to be any way out of here. Let's see now. He went down this side. Oh, here's a door. But it's locked. And it's so tiny I shall never fit through. There must be a key somewhere. Oh, here it is on this glass table. Let's see now. Oh, what a lovely garden. If only I could get through the door. Oh, I wish I could shut up like a telescope. I think I could if I only knew the way to begin. Well, I might as well shut the door. It's no use. I suppose I should put the key back where I found it. Now, that's odd. This bottle wasn't here before. Drink me. Drink you? Well... That's all very well, but maybe you're poisoned. No, it isn't marked. All right, then. Mmm. It's all kinds of flavors. It's good. What a curious feeling. I must be shutting up like a telescope. I do hope it stops. I might go out altogether like a candle. Goodness, I'm glad it stopped. I should hate to be like a candle flame after you've blown it out. 
But I'm small enough now to get through the door into the garden. I'll be able to see... Oh, I've left the key on top of the table. And I can't possibly reach it. Oh, I shall never get up. Oh, come now. There's no use crying. Alice, I advise you to leave off this minute. But it's no use to pretend to be two people now and give myself advice. There's hardly enough left of me to make one respectable person. Oh, dear. I did want to get into the garden. Eat me. What? Oh, there's a cake under the table. I didn't see it before. Eat me. All right. I might as well. If it makes me larger, I can reach the key and... If the other way, I can creep under the door. Mmm, it's good. Now, which way? Which way? Curiouser and curiouser. I'm growing again. Ooh, I'm growing too much. I'm opening out like the largest telescope there ever was. There go my feet. I've stopped growing. I must be nine feet tall. But I still can't get into the garden. Oh, dear. How vexing. You ought to be ashamed. A great big girl like you crying. Stop it. Oh, there's the rabbit again. Duchess, the Duchess, won't she be savage if I've kept her waiting? Oh, dear, oh, dear. Excuse me, Mr. Rabbit. Oh, I wonder... good heavens, a giant. This is too much. Oh, I wish he wouldn't run away so. He's dropped his fan and gloves. Everything's so queer today. I feel so different. But if I'm not the same, who in the world am I? I'm sure I'm not Ada. Her hair goes in ringlets and... Mine doesn't. Besides, she's she and I'm I. I'll see if I know the things I used to know. I'll try and say how doth the little. <clears throat> how doth the little crocodile improve its shining tail and pour the waters of the Nile on every golden scale? How cheerfully he seems to grin. How neatly spreads his claws. And welcomes little fishes in with gently smiling jaws. Oh. Oh, I'm sure those aren't the right words. I'm not me at all. I put my hand in the rabbit's glove. I've grown small again. And I can go through the door into the garden. No. I've left the key on top of the table. Now things are worse than they were. I declare it's too bad. It's certainly it. Ooh! Oh, I'm slipping. Whoop! Phew! Salt water. Now, how did that get? Oh, it must be the tears I wept when I was nine feet high. I wish I hadn't cried so much. I shall be drowned in my own tears. Oh, look, it's a mouse. Uh, Mr. Mouse, uh, do you know the way out of this pool? I'm, 
I'm awfully tired of swimming. Oh, perhaps it doesn't understand English. I, I dare say it's a French mouse that came over with William the Conqueror. Let's see now. What French do I know? Uh, où est ma chatte? Chatte? Well, I never... Oh, I beg your pardon. I quite forgot you don't like cats, Mr. Mouse. <laughs> cats are low, vulgar things. Are, are you uh, are you fond of dogs? There's such a nice little dog near our house, a little brownish terrier. It'll fetch things when you throw them and play dead and sit up and beg, and you should see it killing rats. <gasps> <gasps> Young lady, let's get out of this pool, and I'll tell you why I hate cats and dogs. And besides, it's getting crowded in here. What a queer lot of creatures there were in the pool. They aren't queer. You are. You've no fur or feathers. Why, I don't even know who you are. I'm a lorry. A what? A lorry, yes. And that's a dodo. There's an eaglet and a duck. They're not queer. You are. I'm older than you and must know better. How old are you, then? Won't tell. But then how can you know if you're older? Hold your tongue. The mouse is going to speak. Sit down, all of you. The first thing is for all of us to get dry. Everybody sit down in a ring. There, that's right. Now, this is the driest thing I know. William the Conqueror, whose cause was favored by the Pope, but soon submitted to by the English. Edwin and Walker, the Earls of Northumbria, declared for him, and even the Archbishop of Canterbury found it advisable. Found what? Found it. You know what it means. I know what it is when I find a thing. It's generally a worm. But what did the archbishop find? Besides, I'm still wet as ever. What we need to get dry is a caucus race. A caucus race? That's right. Everybody spread out in a circle and then up and away. <laughs> mice. And oh, I wish you could see her after the birds. Why, she'll eat a little bird as soon as... Look at it! <laughs> oh, dear. They're all gone. I wish I hadn't mentioned Dinah. Nobody seems to like cats here. Dear Dinah, I wonder if I shall ever see you anymore. <laughs> Oh, my dear paws, my fur and whiskers. She'll get me executed as sure as feather to feathers. Oh, now here's the white rabbit back. I must remember not to mention Dinah and frighten him off. Why, Mary Ann, what are you doing here? 
Oh, I'm not Mary Ann. I'm Alice. Nonsense. You must be Mary Ann. Run home this minute and fetch me a pair of gloves and a fan. Quick now. I must be off. Remember, a pair of gloves and a fan. He took me for his housemaid. But I'd better get his gloves or he'll be furious. I shall have to hurry before the real Mary Ann catches me. Fancy running errands for a white rabbit. I suppose Don will be sending me on messages next or have me watching mouse holes. <laughs> now, the gloves must be in here somewhere. Oh, there they are on the chest and the fan. Drink me. Oh, another of those bottles. Drink me. Well, I might as well. I know something interesting is sure to happen. I hope it'll make me grow large again. I'm tired of being such a tiny thing. Oops. Here I go. I think maybe I'm growing too fast. I hope it stops soon. I shan't be able to get out the door. I better kneel so I fit. Maybe if I put one arm out the window, there, now I can get my foot up the chimney. Now, what will become of me? There. Thank goodness I've stopped growing. Oh, it was much pleasanter at home when one wasn't always growing larger and smaller and being ordered about by rabbits. When I grow up, I'll... But I'm grown up now. At least there's no more room to grow up here. Mary Ann! Mary Ann! Let me in at once. That's my gloves. Let me in. The white rabbit won't be able to get in with me filling the room. Oh, well, then I'll go round and get in by the window. I don't know why I'm trembling. I must be at least a thousand times larger than the rabbit. There he is outside the window. I'll just grab. Oh, oh! Heavens! He must have fallen into a cucumber frame. Pat, Pat, where are you? Where is that gardener? Sure that I'm here digging for apples, Your Honor. Well, come and help me out of this. Nonsense. It fills the whole window. Whoever saw an arm that big? It's an arm, nevertheless. Well, listen, Pat. Come here. I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, Oh, dear. They must both be trying to get in the window. I'll just have to grab again. What a number of cucumber frames there must be. I wonder what they'll do next. I wish they could pull me out of the window. I'm sure I don't want to stay here any longer. chimney. Oh, so Bill's coming down the chimney, is he? Well, I think I can pull my foot down a little. There he is. Now I'll kick. There goes Bill. Catch him. Well, we have to burn the house down. You do, and I'll set Dino on you. Ah, that scared him. I wonder what next. If they had any sense, they'd take the roof off. All right. Now, a barrelful will do. Blow him through the window. One, two, three. Oh, now they're throwing pebbles at me. You stop or I'll get Dinah. Well, that's odd. The pebbles are turning into cakes. If I eat one, it's sure to make some change in my size, and it can't possibly make me larger. 
Well, which way? Oh, I'm getting little again. At least I can get my arm out of the window. I was getting tired with my foot up the chimney. I'm three inches high again. If I can find the little door, I'll be able to get into that lovely garden. The best thing would be to find someone who knows the way. There doesn't seem to be anything here but a mushroom, and I can't even see over it. Maybe if I stand on tiptoe, I'll find something on the top. There. It isn't polite to stare. Oh, a caterpillar smoking a water pipe. Who are you? I I hardly know, sir, at present. Being so many different sizes is very confusing. Not a bit. Well, it feels queer to me. You? Who are you? Oh, dear. That's where we started. You see, I can't remember things. Can't remember what things? Poetry, mostly. I, I try to say it, but, but it all comes out wrong. Repeat. You are ruled, Father William. I'll try. <clears throat> you are old, Father William, the young man said. And your hair has become very white And yet you incessantly stand on your head Do you think at your age it is right? In my youth, Father William replied to his son I feared it might injure my brain But now that I'm perfectly sure I have none why, I do it again and again. You are old, said the youth. One would hardly suppose that your eye was as steady as ever. Yet you balanced an eel on the end of your nose. What made you so awfully clever? your questions and that is enough said his father don't give yourself airs do you think I can listen all day to that stuff be off or I'll kick you downstairs that's not right oh not quite I'm afraid some of the words have got altered it's wrong from beginning to end well what size do you want to be I should like to be a little larger. Three inches is such a wretched height to be. It is an excellent height to be. I am just three inches high. Oh, dear. Don't go. Don't... Oh, I wish the creatures wouldn't be so easily offended. He's gone and left his water pipe. Well, I'm still not in the garden. I wish I could find my way. I shall have to ask at that house. Oh, there's someone knocking now. I guess I'll have to wait. For the Duchess, an invitation from the Queen to play croquet. From the Queen, an invitation for the Duchess to play croquet. I uh, beg your pardon. Do you think the people who live here might... But there's know... no use in knocking anymore. For two reasons. First, I'm on the same side of the door as you. Second... Uh, they're making too much noise inside to hear you. 
Well, please, then, how am I to get in? I shall sit here till tomorrow. Or the next day, maybe. How am I to get in? Are you to get in at all? That is the first question you know. It's really dreadful the way people argue around here. I shall sit here on and off for days and days. But what am I to do? Anything you like. Oh, there's no use talking to him. He's perfectly idiotic. I'll just open the door and walk in. Put a lot of pepper in the air. Pepper's good for you. I'm the Duchess, little girl. Who are you? Oh, never mind. Time's money, I always say. Cook! Yes, Mum. More pepper. Oh, not more pepper. The baby's sneezing and howling already, poor little thing. Nonsense. This baby lives on pepper. But the only one... Who isn't sneezing is the cat. Oh, it's grinning. Could you tell me why your cat grins like that? It's a Cheshire cat. Pig. Me? No, the baby. It won't stay quiet. Oh, I didn't know that Cheshire cats always grin. In fact, I didn't know that cats could grin. They all can, and most of them do. I don't know of any that do. No, you don't know much, and that's a fact. Cook, take the soup off. Yes, Mum. Oh, please, watch what you're doing. You almost took the baby's nose off. If everybody minded their business, the world would go round a deal faster than it does. Which would not be an advantage. I learned all about it at school. You see, the earth takes 24 hours to turn round on its axis. Talking of axes, chop off a head. It takes 24 hours, I think. Or is it 12? I... Oh, now don't bother me. I never could abide figures. Speak roughly to your little boy and beat him when he sneezes. expressing yourself? You know, baby, that turned-up nose of yours looks much more like a snout than a real nose. 
Your eyes are extremely small for a baby. Well, if you're going to turn into a pig, my dear, I'll have nothing more to do with you. Well, there's no mistaking it now. You are turning into a pig. Here, I'll set you down. Well, it would have made a dreadfully ugly child, but it makes a rather handsome pig, I think. Now I wonder which way I ought to go from here. Hello. Who? What? Who said that? Here, up in the tree in the piano. Oh, it's the Cheshire Cat from the Duchesses. Cheshire Puss. Would you tell me, please? What sort of people live around here? Over that way lives a hatter, and then the other way lives a march hare. Visit either you like, they're both mad. Oh, but I don't want to go among mad people. Oh, you can't help that. We're all mad here. I'm mad, and you're mad. How do you know I'm mad? Well, you must be, or you wouldn't have come here. Oh, well, that doesn't prove anything. How do, know, how do you know that you're mad? When you begin with, the dog's not mad. You grant that. I suppose so. Well, then you see a dog growls when it's angry and wags its tail when it's pleased. Yes. Now I growl when I please and wag my tail when I'm angry, therefore I'm mad. Oh, I call it purring, not growling. Oh, call it what you like, purring or growling. It's the same. Uh, do you play croquet with the queen today? Oh, I should like to, but I haven't been invited yet. <laughs> You'll see me there. Well, goodbye. Well... He's vanished. He certainly goes quickly. I suppose it's because he's a Cheshire cat. Oh, by the way, I forgot to ask. What became of the baby? Oh, it's you again. It turned into a pig. Yeah, I thought it would. Well, goodbye again. Vanished again. Well, now, which way shall I go? The Hatter or the March Hare? Oh, I've seen Hatters before. So the March Hare will be much more interesting. And perhaps, as this is May, he won't be raving mad. At least, not so mad as if it were March. Did you say pig or pig? I said pig. And I wish you wouldn't keep appearing and vanishing so suddenly. You make one quite giddy. All right. I'll take it slow. Now there's nothing left but the grin. Well, I've often seen a cat without a grin, but a grin without a cat. It's the most curious thing I ever saw in my life. The March Hare it is, then. And that must be his house. The chimney's like ears, and the roof's thatched with fur. It's nearly tea time. I wonder if I can get any at the March Hares. Well, raving mad or not, here I go. Although I I almost wish I'd gone to see the Mad Hatter instead. You're listening to Dinah Shore as Alice in Wonderland, a special presentation for the holiday season by the NBC University Theater. 
Our adaptation of the Lewis Carroll classic continues after a brief pause for station identification. picnic on the Thames Bank at Oxford with the Reverend Charles Dodgson and his three young guests. Finish the story, says the middle one. What happened to Alice in Wonderland next? Well, let's see, says the clergyman. There was a table set out under a tree in front of the March Hare's house. And the March Hare and the Hatter were having tea at it. Dormas was sitting between them, fast asleep, and the two were resting their elbows on it. Very uncomfortable for the Dormas, thought Alice. Only it's asleep, so I suppose it doesn't mind. No, 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 room. Go away, little girl. Don't be silly. There's plenty of room. I'll sit in the armchair at the end of the table. Now, you must be the hatter. That's right. He's the March Hare. Dormouse is asleep. Have some wine? There's nothing but tea. I don't see any wine. Oh, there isn't any. And it wasn't very civil of you to offer it. Well, it wasn't very civil of you to sit down without being asked. Well, the table's set for more than three. I I didn't think you'd mind. Your hair wants cutting. And you should learn not to make personal remarks, Mr. Hatter. It's very rude. Why is a raven like a writing desk? Oh, riddles. Now we'll have some fun. I think I can guess that. You mean you think you can find the answer to it? Exactly so. Then you should say what you mean. I do. At least, I mean what I say, that's the same thing, you know. Uh, Not a bit, not a bit. Why, you might just as well say that uh, I see what I eat is the same as I eat what I see. Yes, you might just as well say that I like what I get is the same as I get what I like. You might just as well say that I breathe when I sleep is the same as I sleep when I breathe. It is the same for you, Dormouse. Let's see now. The riddle. Raven and a writing desk. Uh, What day of the month is it? The fourth, I think. There, I thought so. Look at my watch. (gasps) Two days wrong. I told you butter wouldn't suit the works. Well, it was the best butter, Hatter. No, some crumbs must have gotten in as well. You shouldn't have put it in with the bread knife. Uh, Try dipping it in the tea. It was the very best butter. Oh, the dormouse is asleep again. Uh, Pour some tea in his nose. Of course... Of course. Just what I was going to remark myself. Well, have you guessed the riddle yet? No, I give it up. Why is a raven like a writing desk? I haven't the slightest idea. Uh, Nor I. I think you might do something better with the time than wasted in asking riddles that have no answers. Oh, if you knew time as well as I do, you wouldn't talk about wasting it. It's him. I don't know what you mean. Of course you don't. I dare say you've never even spoken spoken a word to time. No, but I have to beat time when I learn music. Ah, that accounts for it. He won't stand beating. Now, if you kept on good terms with time, he'd do most anything for you. For example, 
If it's nine o'clock, time for lessons. A whisper to time. And it's half past one, time for dinner. Oh, I wish it was. Oh, is that the way you manage? Oh, dear, no. Well, we quarreled last March, time and I. Just before the hair went mad, you know. It was at the great concert given by the Queen of Hearts. I had to sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Bat. You know the song? Well, I've, I've heard something like it. It goes on, you know. Twinkle, twinkle, little bat. How I wonder what you're at. Up above the world you fly Like a tea tray in the sky Well, I'd hardly finished the first verse when the Queen bawled out, He's murdering the time off of the Zen! How dreadfully savage! And ever since that time won't do a thing, I ask. It's always six o'clock now. Is that the reason so many tea things are put out here? That's it. It's always tea time, and we've no time to wash the things between whiles. Then you keep moving around the table, I suppose? Exactly so, as the things get used up. But what happens when you come to the beginning again? Mm, let's change the subject, Hatter. I vote the young lady tells us a story. Mm. Oh, I'm afraid I don't know one. Well, then the dormouse shall. Ooh, wake up, Dormouse. Uh, Dormouse? Wake up. Come on, <laughs> I wasn't asleep. I heard every word you fellows were saying. Tell us a story. Oh, yes, please do. And be quick about it or you'll be asleep again. Once upon a time, there were three little sisters, and their names were Elsie, Lacey, and Tilly. And they lived at the bottom of a well. What did they live on? Treacle. Oh, they couldn't have. They'd have been ill. Well, so they were. Very ill. But why did they live at the bottom of the well? It was a tree-echo well. But there can't be a... If you can't be civil, you'd better finish the story yourself. Oh, no, no, please go on. I, I won't interrupt you again. Well, these three little sisters were learning to... draw. What did they draw? Tree-echo. I want a clean cup. Let's all move one place on. Oh, but the March Hare spilled a milk jug in his plate, and I've got to move to his place. Hey, go, uh, go about your story now, Dormouse. Well, yes, where did they draw the treacle from? You can draw water out of a water well, so I should think you could draw a treacle out of a treacle well. Eh, stupid? But they were in the well. Of course they were. Well in. They were learning to draw, and they drew all manner of things. Everything that begins with an M. Why with an M? Well, why not? Oh, now the Dormouse is asleep again. Uh, come, 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 come. Come on now, up again. It <laughs> begins with an M, such as mouse traps and the moon and memory and muchness. Muchness? Muchness. You know, you say things are much of a muchness. Did you ever see such a thing as a drawing of a muchness? Well... Really, now that you ask me, I don't think... I... Then you shouldn't talk. Well, that's too much. That's the rudest. Well, I certainly shan't stay. Goodbye. Oh, the Dormouse is asleep again. Uh, wake him up again. Uh, uh, pinch him. Uh, put him in uh, the teapot. Uh, 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 come on, now. Wake up, now. Uh, wake up, wake up. Well, I shall never go there again. It's the stupidest tea party I was ever at in all my life. This is very curious. 
There's a door in the tree trunk. But everything's curious today. I think I may as well go in at once. Oh, it's the glass hall again. And the door to the lovely garden is open, and I can get through. Well, here I go at last. Lovely white roses. But that's odd. Those gardeners are painting them red. Well, they're really playing cards. Look out now, Five. Don't go splashing paint over me. Mm, you jungle my arm, too. Well, of all the unjust accusations... I, I, I beg your pardon, but could you tell me why you're painting those roses? Well, miss, you see, this ought to have been a red rose tree. We put a white one in by mistake. And if the queen was to find it out, we should both have our heads cut off. So you see, miss, we're doing our best. Oh, my, the queen, the queen. The king and queen of hearts. Well, who is this? What's your name, child? My name's Alice, so please, Your Majesty. And who are these creatures on the ground? How should I know? It's no business of mine. What? Off with her head! Off with her head! Nonsense! What? Nonsense! Oh. Uh, consider, my dear, she's only a child. No matter. Well, you two on the ground, what have you been doing? Never mind, off with the heads. Can you play croquet, child? Yes, Your Majesty. Come along, then. Your Majesty? Hmm? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, of course. On to the croquet ground. Hello. Oh, it's the white rabbit. It's a very fine day. Very. Where's the duchess? Shh. She's under sentence of execution. What for? Did you say what a pity? No, I didn't. I don't think it's at all a pity. I said what for? She boxed the queen's ears. Oh. Queen will hear you. Get to your places. Let the croquet game begin. Off with his head! Off with his head! Goodness! What an odd croquet match. Hedgehogs for balls and flamingos for mallets. And what a din! Hello! Oh, it's the Cheshire Cat. Now I shall have somebody to talk to. Oh, I don't think they play at all fairly. They all quarrel so, and, and there doesn't seem to be any rules. How do you like the queen? Oh, not at all. She's so extremely... Uh, hello, Your Majesty. Who are you talking to? A, a friend of mine, Your Majesty, a Cheshire cat. Allow me to introduce it. Cat, this is the king and queen of hearts. I don't like the look of it all. However, it may kiss my hand if it likes. Don't be impertinent. Don't look at me like that. A cat may look at a king. I, I read that in some book, but I, I don't remember where. Well, the cat must be removed. Off with his head! Uh, uh, yeah, yes, of course. Uh, but consider, my dear, the cat is vanished up to the neck. We can't cut off a head without a body to cut it off from. Ridiculous. Anything that has a head can be beheaded. No more nonsense. And if something isn't done soon, I'll have everybody executed all around. Well, the cat belongs to the Duchess. You might ask her. She's in prison. Fetch her here. Immediately, Your Majesty. Well, I can't stay here all day now. You can't leave. You're to be executed. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, goodbye. 
Stop him! Stop him! Where's he going? Off with his head! You can't think how glad I am to see you, dear. Oh, it's the Duchess. I thought you were in prison. I was. I got away when they went after the cat. You know, you were so savage when I met you in the kitchen before. I wonder if it's always pepper that makes people hot-tempered and vinegar that makes them sour and... Oh, you're thinking about something, dear, and that makes you forget to talk properly. I can't tell you what the moral of that is, but I shall remember it after a while. Is there always a moral? Oh, of course. I, I dare say you're wondering why I don't put my arm round your waist. The reason is, I'm afraid. Oh, well, I don't bite, you know. Oh, very true. Dogs and mustard both bite. And the moral of that is, birds of a feather flock together. Only mustard isn't an animal. Oh, right, as usual. Oh, what a clear way you have of putting things. It's a mineral, I think. Oh, of course it is. There's a large mustard mine near here. And the moral of that is, the more there is of mine, the less there is of yours. Oh, I know. It's a vegetable. I quite agree with you. And the moral of that is, be what you would seem to be. And that's nothing to what I could say if I chose. Oh, pray don't trouble yourself. Oh, it's no trouble at all, no. No. Uh, how do you do, Your Majesty? What are you doing here? Uh, fine day, Your Majesty. I give you fair warning, Duchess. Either you or your head must be off, and that in about half no time. Take your choice. Oh, well, uh, of course. Goodbye. There now. Have you seen the mock turtle yet? No, I, I don't even know what a mock turtle is. It's the thing mock turtle soup is made from. I've never seen one. Come along, then, and he shall tell you his history. <laughs> This is a griffin. How do you do? Up, up, lazy thing. You're to take this young lady to see the mock turtle. Oh, very well. Good. I must go back and see after some executions I've ordered. <laughs> what fun. What? Why, the queen. It's all her fancy, that. They never executes nobody, you know. Come on. Oh, dear. I was never so ordered about in my life. Hi there, Mock Turtle. <sighs> oh, this here young lady, she wants for to know your history, she do. Oh, very well. Once I was a real turtle. <laughs> well? When we were little... We went to school in the sea. The master was an old turtle. We used to call him Tortoise. Why did you call him Tortoise if he was a turtle? We called him Tortoise because he taught us. Oh. Really, you're very dumb. Now, hold your tongue. We had the best of education. In fact, we went to school every day. I've been to day school, too. With extras? Oh, yes, we had French and music. And washing? Certainly not. Then it wasn't really a good school. At our school, they had it at the end of the bill. French, music, 
and washing extra. But I only took the regular course. What was that? Reeling and writhing, of course, to begin with. And then the different branches of arithmetic. Ambition, distraction, uglification, and derision. What else had you to learn? Well, there was mystery, ancient and modern, and drawling. Drawling? The drawling master was an old conga eel. He taught us drawling, stretching, and fainting in coils. What was that like? I can't show you myself. I am too stiff. And the griffin never learned. Oh, I hadn't time. And, and how many hours a day did you do lessons? Ten hours the first day, nine the next, and so on. What a curious plan. That's the reason they're called lessons. They lessen from day to day. Oh, then the eleventh day must have been a holiday. Oh, that's enough about lessons. Tell us something about games. <laughs> oh, there, there. Oh, perhaps you've never been introduced to a lobster. Well, I once tasted... I mean... Uh, no. Then you have no idea what a delightful thing a lobster quadrille is. What sort of dance is it? Why, you uh, first form a line along the seashore. Uh, two lines, seals, turtles, salmons, and so on. Then when you've cleared all the jellyfish out of the way, you advance twice. Each with a lobster as a partner. Advance twice, set to partners. Change lobsters and retire in same order. Then, you know, you throw the lobsters as far out to sea as you can. Swim after them. Turn a somersault in the sea. Change lobsters. And again. back to land. And that's all the first figure. Oh, it must be a very pretty dance. Oh, come, let's try the first figure. We'll both sing. Very well, then. Will you walk a little faster, said a whiting to a snail. There's a porpoise close behind us, and he's treading on my tail. and shoes. Shoes? Well, certainly. What are your shoes done with? Blacking. Well, boots and shoes under the sea are done with whiting. Well, what are the boots made of? Soles and eels, of course. Well, if I'd been the whiting, I'd have told the porpoise to stand back. Oh, no, they were obliged to have him with them. No wise fish would go anywhere without one. No, of course not. Why, if a fish came to me and said he was going on a journey, I'd ask, with what purpose? Don't you mean purpose? He means what he says. Uh, well, now, uh, shall I dance somewhere, or shall the mock turtle sing you a song? Oh, a song, please, if the mock turtle would be so kind. Well, there's no accounting for taste. Uh, sing her turtle soup, old man. Soup, soup of the evil. 
evening, beautiful soup. Beautiful soup, beautiful soup, soup of the evening, beautiful soup, beautiful, beautiful soup. Never mind, come on. over a judge's wig. Silence in court. Harold, read the accusation. The Queen of Hearts, she made some tarts all on a summer's day. The Knave of Hearts, he stole those tarts and took them quite away. Consider your verdict. Not yet, Simpleton. Harold, call the first witness. Uh, uh, oh, yes, yes, uh, the first witness. First witness, the Mad Hatter. Uh, here, uh, here, coming, coming, coming. I, I, I beg your pardon, Your Majesty. I hadn't quite finished my tea. When did you begin? Fourteenth uh, of March, I think. Or fifteenth, or maybe sixteenth. Write that down. Well? It adds up to nine pounds seven and six, Your Majesty. Good. And you, witness, take off your hat. Give your evidence, or I'll have you executed on the spot. Quit shoving, little girl. I can't help it. I'm beginning to grow again. Well, you shouldn't grow in here. It's too crowded. Give your evidence, Hatter. I'm a poor man, Your Majesty. And what with the bread and butter getting so thin and the twinkling of the tea... The twinkling of what? It began with the tea. Of course, twinkling begins with tea. Go on. I'm a poor man, Your Majesty, and most things twinkled after that. And the March Hare says... I did not. You did. I deny it. You denies it. Leave out that part. It was tea time, Your Majesty, and the Dormouse said... The Dormouse said... He can't deny it. He's asleep. I'm a poor man, Your You're Majesty. You're a very poor Madam speaker. Here, here. You may go. And take off his head outside. Next witness, the Duchess's cook. Give your evidence. Shan't. Oh, I suppose I've got to cross-examine you. What are tarts made of? Pepper, mostly. Reapple. Collar that Dormouse. Turn that Dormouse out of court. Pinch him up with his whiskers. Never mind. Call the next witness. Next witness. Ours. Here. Uh, careful there. If you don't stop growing, you'll upset the jury box. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. Now then, what do you know about this business? Nothing whatever. Silence. Rule 42. All persons more than a mile high to leave the court. Oh, I'm just growing again. I can't help it. And besides, I'm not a mile high. You are. Nearly two miles high. Well, I shan't go. And besides, that's not a regular rule. You invented it just now. It's the oldest rule in the book. Then it ought to be the number one. Consider your verdict. No, 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 no. Sentence first. Verdict afterwards. Stuff and nonsense. The idea of having the sentence first. Hold your tongue. I won't. Off with her head. Off with 
their head! Off with their head! Off with their head! Off with their head! Off with their head! Who cares for any of you? You're nothing but a little pack of cards! Nothing but a pack of cards. Wake up, Alice, dear. It's nearly tea time. Hmm? Oh, Emily, I've had such a curious dream. Or was it a dream? Listen, Emily, I can still hear it. Listen. It's the mock turtle singing. Listen. It's only the cows. They're driving them home now. You have been dreaming, Alice. I suppose so. It was so curious. Well, come on, Emily. We'll be late for tea. And that's the story the Reverend Mr. Dodgson told his little guests on the banks of the Thames. The good doctor wrote out his little story for the real Alice as a Christmas gift and signed it with a pseudonym. And all that's left today of the Reverend Mathematician of Oxford are the stories Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. The curtain of the NBC University Theater falls on our special holiday presentation of Lewis Carroll's beloved story, Alice in Wonderland. Ernest Canoy adapted it for radio, and our star in the role of Alice was Miss Dinah Shore. Our cast included Arthur Q. Bryan, Earl Keane, Maya Gregory, Dick Ryan, Margaret Brayton, Parley Bear, Jack Crucian, Don Messick, Noreen Gamil, Ralph Moody, Hugh Thomas, Charles Seal. Your announcer, Don Stanley. Original music for Alice in Wonderland was composed and conducted by Henry Russell. The production was directed by Andrew C. Love.